Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I have you now. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. It's Tuesday. Well, for people listening to this, it could be any day, but... Right now it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And why is it a special day for John? It's a special day for John because I'm going to go see Wonder Woman. Bam! Mm-hmm. Woo! I, I am looking forward to seeing Wonder Woman. That's awesome. And the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a great movie that mm. is going to be. I'm, mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's just all the indicators <clears throat> are... Mm-hmm. Uh... Everybody, everybody I've talked to whose opinion I value has said it is really good. Like, best DC movie so far. That's awesome. Which, I really like Man of Steel, so I'm, I'll have to see if it's yeah. my favorite DC movie, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this one because other people are excited now. Yeah. Like, being a DC fan more than a Marvel fan, I still love the Marvel movies, and I, yeah. but I'm more of a DC guy, and so it always kind of disappoints me a little bit when people are like, eh, new Superman movie, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. I'm like, well, but, yeah, I don't but know. I love it. Yeah. And then other people will be like, oh, this new movie, it sucked. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then and then the other part of people like, yeah, you can't. No, Wonder Woman movie, you can't make a Wonder Woman movie because that's not going to make any money. Yeah. And I kind of just want to go see the movie tonight and, and come back and, and make like, a, not that anybody's like really listening to me, but come back and make like a five second podcast that goes, hey, Hollywood, suck it. Yeah, no kidding. Because it, it was good. I, I got to be honest with you. And, and you hear that? Well, women can't be the, the, the whole thing. It's just like, dude, what century are we living in? I right. mean, you know, ugh. yeah, we're not going to go there. We're not going to focus on that. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, we are the 30-something movie podcast. Yeah, we are. And uh, we, are, we are excited to have you hear us, here with us once again and to hear us. Because if you're not hearing us, you're not listening to us. And, yeah, and, and that's kind of how this whole audio thing works. That's yeah, how ears work. A man records a podcast and no one listens. Did the podcast really make a sound in the woods? In the woods? Sure. Because the, the Pope was listening you? to it while he was going to the bathroom. That's right. Mm-hmm. Can I don't think those sayings have anything to do with each other. Can I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> in, in the woods, can people hear you scream? Sure. Yeah. From space. From space. From space. Mm-hmm. With Sigourney Weaver. That's, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have with me Pat. Hey, hey. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I am, like, excited for you to be excited for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I, like, I was talking to You're going to go see it at some point. Yeah, we're going to see it at some point. And that some point can't be, like, in a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's That's got to be, it's like, like, we... we tomorrow. Gotta, it's got Yeah, I know. That's got to be on the calendar. Yeah. And Tammy gets it, too. I mean, she's fired up for this movie. She's mm-hmm. got Wonder Woman posters, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. Crocs to wear on her feet. Yeah. It's all, it's all Wonder Woman mm-hmm. excitement. 
So I'm excited for it, man. That's yeah. awesome. And then uh, Bo should be coming in here. He was running a little bit late today, so he should be here any minute. Um, I think he already saw it. I think he was seeing it Sunday with his brothers. So yeah. He might, I, I he know might, that, he might um, have a little insight on it if he's... Uh, Jeff was like... His Jeff saw was it. like, guys, yeah. Thumbs awesome. Up. Yeah, awesome. guys, yeah. yeah. It's it, And that was the, the most exciting thing is not the thumbs up, but the guys, period, in the text. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, I need your attention. Right. Undivided attention. This is serious. Yeah. 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 So. Good stuff. Right. A lot of good well, stuff. Well, uh, so we are, um, we, we are all teachers, so we're kind of very excited. We If we sound a little tired, it's because it's the end of the school year. Yeah, it is the end of the school And we're winding down. Year. We're like one day away. Yeah. One day more, if we're going to do a whole Les Mis. We should do a singing podcast sometime. Less Miserables? Yes, Less Miserables. The, um, Did I tell you I, I wrote a uh, zombie version of Les Mis? You know what? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. It you was did a, I think it was a year that I had a student teacher. Oh, that's... In between working on other stuff, I think I wrote this entire... Not like the actual score, not the music, but I wrote the lyrics. Yeah, that's to, cool. To a Les Mis zombie musical. That'd be exciting. Yeah. Well, they have a... They're going to do something with that sometime. Is Abraham Lincoln zombie hunter. They do. The vampire slayer. Yeah, Abraham. Was it Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter or vampire... Yeah. Something. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Something, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we are the 30-something movie podcast. If you've not listened to us before, welcome. We're glad you're here. Um, we do say t- we are a podcast that takes movies that are reaching their 30th anniversary and we review them to let you know whether or not they stand the test of time or whether they should be left behind in 1987. So this year, 1987 being our 30-year mark, we are looking at movies from 87 and this time around in this episode, we are looking at The Lost Boys. Yes, and the question in answer to your question, yes and no. Okay. I had to make sure I knew which ones you were Yeah, answering. right? Okay. I mean, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. We'll do, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. I'm excited for this movie. I'm, I'm excited, excited for this movie. I had never seen it before. And, I'm, and excited. I'm excited. That's, yeah. You're excited that I'm excited. Exactly. Just, yeah. This, everybody's excited, this podcast. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of excitement. Like electricity in mm-hmm. the air. Um, I am going to give a quick shout out to another podcast gave us a shout out. Like, really? On their show. Like Aww. they said, you know, you should go listen to this podcast. Really? It's really cool. It's, yeah. Um, and the best part about these guys, they're from Scotland. Scottish accents. The entire podcast. And you know what? We've got Scots listening to us? Yeah. Wow. And, and. That means a lot. Even though I, my ancestry is Scottish, yeah, and and I've been there several times, yeah. and I'm, I'm pretty good at picking up. There were times I couldn't understand a word they were saying. That's exciting. And that makes it even better. That makes it even mm-hmm. better. That makes it truly Scottish. That's very cool. I was. It's called Brody's Kitchen. Okay. And they go back and they do like the the one that they just did was um, the movie Convoy. Oh, okay. 1978, Chris okay. Christopherson, the trucking, yes. the one based off the C.W. McCall yes. song. Yes, 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 yes. 10-4 Rubber Duck, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the show they just did. And so they actually, they gave us a shout out on their show. So. Oh, wow, yeah. that's cool. So thank you guys. There were a lot of eyes and ahs in their, uh, yeah. in their, in their podcast. What, which episode did they listen to or what did they... They didn't say specifically. They just kind of gave a little plug for us. They had, they read our description off of our website. Oh, and they okay. they cool. kind of listed off what we'd done recently. They're like, yeah, they've done Adventures in Babysitting and, you know, listed off a whole bunch of yeah, our, our cool. recent ones. So Masters of the Universe and That's all fun. that. So thank you, guys. Thanks, and, fellas. And if anybody else is looking for a, a good movie podcast, I listen to um, some of their episodes. And, and those guys are a lot of fun to listen to. Cool. So they got pretty good chemistry between the two uh, between the two hosts on the show so if you're looking for another podcast and if you'd just like to hear the Scottish accent like I do then go for it combined it's a lot of fun that's cool Um, all right so um, 
don't think I got anything else other than being excited for Wonder Woman. I, I don't think say, there's anything else. Woman. That's all the Wonder new movie Woman. news that uh, anybody needs to know. So yeah. sounds good to me. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for our new movie news. Um, the only other thing, Twitter-wise, we're actually up to, last time I checked, I think we're at like 677 followers. That's awesome. So we got a ton of people. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, if you are listening to this episode the week it comes out, uh, I think it's up until Friday or Saturday. i got to double check it. But I think up until Friday or Saturday, we actually have a giveaway on our Twitter. So if you want to follow and retweet us, we are doing a giveaway. Uh, I got a deck of playing cards um, that has uh, it's Princess Bride designs on it. And so okay. we, we got those at C2E2 um, about a month or so ago from a group called Albino Dragon. They were a Kickstarter that was doing like pop culture trading cards. So we have a deck of trading cards that we're giving away. So if you would like to retweet and follow us on there, you can enter to win a chance. And I think we're closing that out on Saturday. So as long as you Get on retweet it. or follow by then, you'd be in there for the for the giveaway. We've got a few other things that I got at C2E2 that we're giving away um, over the next few weeks or months. So Fun. follow us on Twitter if you want to see any of that stuff. A little summer giveaway. A little summer giveaway. And uh, I'll just mention now, and we'll probably mention it later, too. We are going to try to, for our 150th episode, which seems like it's a ways away, but I don't think it really is. It's coming faster. It's pretty fast. Um, Since we are a weekly podcast, it's, you know, we're... We could probably do the math and figure out... We could do the math and figure it out, but we're not math teachers, so we're not going to trouble you with that. Um, But our 150th episode, we're going to try to do a music episode. Music of the movies. Yeah. I, I kind of sat down a couple of times, particularly with this movie, and you were like, you texted me, and I'm you were like, like yeah. mm, in terms of movies with, with pop music in it, like, this may be in my top five. This may be my favorite. So, yeah. um, And then I was like, I think I now need to grab a pad of paper and start listing yeah. like top five lists of different kinds of movie music and so we can get ready for that show. But So looking forward to that one. So uh, our 150th episode will be that one. Uh, if you're looking ahead, and again, we'll list up all this stuff at the end of the show, too, but if you're looking ahead, our next episode is going to be Evil Dead 2, and I'm really excited to you do Evil Dead 2. gave that a very glowing recommendation. one of my absolute favorite horror comedy movies of all time. I am. Cool. I am like, you, you remember the Martin Short character on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. When he'd be like, I'm so excited, I must say. And he had that whole little voice, and he's doing the whole, mm-hmm. he had like the hair slicked back and, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. up in like a little pointed... Like stuck up in the little point in his hair. I don't remember. I knew I knew you were gonna ask that as soon as I said that. But I'll, 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 you 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 Google it for me. I'm gonna do the Google and you, you can do the keep Googling. going with your I'll, intro. We'll keep going with the intro stuff. Um all right, so anyway, this time we are doing Lost Boys. Let me tell you really quickly that we spoil the events of the movies we talk about, and if we're talking about other movies here and there in relation to this one, like other vampire movies, we might spoil some events from that one, uh, those movies too. So just be aware we are spoilerific. When it comes to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't want to be spoiled on vampire movies, you don't want to be spoiled on Lost Boys, then maybe take a break, go watch the movie, come back. Right. Or just be forewarned that we do that. that um, Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley, that's right. Yeah. I'm very excited, I must say. Yeah. That's kind of like what's been going through my head when, yeah. I, when I think about Evil Dead too. Yeah. Um, also, very quickly, if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we love... Being able to see what people are enjoying about the show, and that kind of gives us an idea of what we should be doing more of or be doing less of. Um, so let us know what you're liking about the show. If you want to get in touch with us in person, uh, you can always email the show, tweet at us, uh, call the love line, uh, any of those things to get in touch with us, and we'll leave you those numbers at the end of the show. So I think we'll just jump right into uh, Lost Boys, since we got no other 
new movie stuff right I don't think we... I, okay. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right. Sounds good. Do it. All right. Lost Boys. That was released on July 31st, 1987. It was rated R with a runtime of one hour and 37 minutes. Directed by Joel I Love to Ruin Batman Movies Schumacher, uh, who also did St. Elmo's Fire, Flatliners, Falling Down, Batman Forever, and... <laughs> Sorry, Batman and Robin. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. It's a rough one, John. That 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 came up a whole lot rougher than I thought it was going to. Somebody's been down here with the ugly stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I actually saw that movie in the theater. I paid money to see Batman and Robin. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, even as a kid, like, I don't remember how old I was when that came out, but you know, I was... Teenager, even as a kid, I went to go see that movie with my brother and my sister. You just knew something wasn't right. Well, it was weird. I went to go see it with my brother and my sister, and I took them to go see it. And it was like, have you ever sat in a movie like with your mom yeah. or your parents? Yeah. And you were like, this is awkward. I don't want to be watching this next to my mom. Yeah. Oh, it no. was kind of like that. It was like I was, I was kind of, the... of trying to enjoy the movie because I knew it was Batman and I knew it was a comic book movie and superheroes, and I was excited. But at the same time, I was like, this is. This is not good. Yeah. Like, this is kind of embarrassing. Yeah. And I remember, like, a couple times, I'm like, let's not look at my brother and sister because maybe they're enjoying it. I don't want to ruin it for them if they are. And we got out of the theater, and we were like, hey, so did you like it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a movie. That's what they said? Yeah. Or that's what you said? That's what they said, yeah. Okay. And you're like. Yeah. And I was okay. like, yeah, it was, um, it was on film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, yeah. so did you go try and watch something else to cleanse the taste from your mouth? Or? I think we just went back and watched the original Batman, the 89. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or the 66 Batman, because that yeah. one's even better yeah. than Batman and Robin. Yeah. 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 I think oh. George Clooney has apologized for Batman and Robin. Has he really? I think he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You don't know who's thinking that's a good... Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. done. Which uh, I posed an interesting question on Twitter the other day related to Batman and Robin. Who wins in a fight? Batman or Robin? Batman's bat nipples oh. on the bat suit or the Goblin King's codpiece in the labyrinth? I, I don't even know if that's something I want to see. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just, they can go fight in a mm-hmm. pit fight somewhere where mm-hmm. other people can pay the, money. The fight of superhero body parts. Yeah, I yeah. don't need it. Mm-hmm. And that sums up Batman and Robin. Yes. Uh, so producer on this one was Richard Donner. He was executive producer. Um, and he also did the Goonies, the Lethal Weapon movies, Scrooged, and Tales from the Crypt series. Writers on this one were Jan Fisher, who did the story and screenplay. She died in 2011. Um, she did a, movie, a TV series, I think, called The Good Book, and a couple of TV episodes here and there. Uh, James Jeremias did the story and the screenplay. He did The Lost Boys, The Tribe, which I think is one of the direct-to-video sequels. Uh, Jeffrey Bohm did the screenplay. He died in 2000, but he also did... Writing for Lethal Weapon 1 through 3, Inner Space, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and the TV show called The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh, love that show. Which starred Bruce Campbell, who is the star of Evil Dead 2. Okay, good. Because Bruce Campbell was uh, Briscoe County Jr. Okay, I love that. I've been looking for that show. I have never seen that show. Really? I remember the pre- I remember commercials for it, I, I, but I've never actually watched it. I, I remember I would being, like to find it. Sometime. I found things on YouTube. I just remember being entertained. Okay. I just remember that being a... Because I love Bruce Campbell, so I yeah. need to go find... I have a movie of his that I bought one time and I still have not watched. Okay. Uh, Bubba Hotep. Okay. Have you ever seen that one? I have not seen that one. Okay. Um, we'll talk more about that stuff. All right. That when, sounds good. When we get to next week. But, that sounds yeah, good. Pat, but I, I, the Briscoe County Jr. I want to... 
Pat highly recommends Briscoe County Jr. Okay, I need to go find it. The Adventures. I need to go find it. I think there's been all of about a half a season of the show. Okay, I don't think it lasted very long. No, Okay. but... um, I'm going to find it at some point. Yeah. Uh, Music was done by Thomas Newman, who did Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! Less than zero. Uh, Pat's favorite. One of Pat's favorite movies. Less that than zero. That was an outstanding movie. Another uh, another Jamie Kurtz um, movie. I see, I see nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, he also did the music for The Great Outdoors, The Shawshank Redemption, and the 007 movie Spectre. Uh, budget for this one was $8.5 million. The box office was $32.2 million. There you go. Uh, Jason Patrick played Michael. Michael? How many times do we want to say Michael on this podcast? I even as a kid uh, remember that name. Michael. 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 Yeah. Somebody online that I saw said that they they tried to do a drinking game to it, but you can't because they say Michael 118 times. I was going to say drink to that. So, public service announcement don't play the Michael drinking game to this movie because you'll die. And also be careful what you're drinking. That's true, too. You You make sure that you're eating noodles and drinking Mm -hmm. actual drinks and not blood. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Jason Patrick played Michael. He was in Solar Babies, Sleepers, Speed 2, Cruise Control, and The Alamo. Corey Haim, who died in 2010, played Sam. He was in Lucas, Watchers, and Dream a Little Dream. Diane Weist played Lucy. She was in Footloose, Hannah and Her Sisters, Radio Days, Edward Scissorhands, and Law and Order. Bernard Hughes died in 2006, played Grandpa. He was in Midnight Cowboy, Tron, Doc Hollywood, and the TV show Blossom. Edward Herman, who died in 2014, played Max. He was in Gilmore Girls, Overboard, The Aviator, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Hmm. Kiefer Sutherland played David. He was in Stand By Me, Young Guns, Flatliners, Three Musketeers, Dark City, and 24. Jamie Gertz played Star. She was in Less Than Zero, Twister, and the TV series uh, Still Standing. That was her. She was the <clears throat> wife in uh, Twister. Yeah. Before watching Less Than Zero, the only places I knew her from were Twister and Still Standing, the TV show. Did you ever watch Still Standing? No. Oh. Okay. She was the, uh, I think they're actually from Chicago in that show. Cool. I think it takes place in Chicago. Um, Corey Feldman played Edgar Frog. He was in Stand By Me, The Goonies, and Gremlins. Jameson Newlander played Alan Frog. He was in the 1988 version of The Blob. He was in The Lost Boys sequels, the straight-to-video ones, and Bone Tomahawk. Brooke McCarter, who died in 2015, played Paul. He was in Thrashin' and Wired. Billy Worth played Dwayne. He was in Body Snatchers and Boys on the Side. Alex Winter uh, played Marco. He was in Death Wish 3 and the Bill and Ted movies. Uh, Chance Michael Corbett played Laddie. He was in Pumpkinhead and he was in The Rocketeer, one of my favorite movies of all time. All right. Um, Timmy Capello, I included him in here even though he's not like, if you go on the IMDb page, you got to scroll down a little bit to find him. Timmy Capello, do you know who he was? No. He was the sax man. I had, I had to include him. He should have top billing. He should have that. top billing. He, <laughs> he was in a movie called Tap and What's Love Got to Do With It because he was the, uh, the saxophone guy for Tina Turner. Yeah. During a lot of the, I think during a lot of the 80s and 90s, he was her yeah. main sax guy. So I think that would fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave this a 72%. Audience gave it an 86%. Uh, Dave Kerr of the Chicago Tribune gave this one a two out of four stars and said Schumacher's sputtering short-term approach to the material is a disappointment because there's something in it that ought to make for a good movie and from time to time makes The Lost Boys good enough. Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun-Times gave it a two and a half out of four and said when everything is all over, there's nothing to leave the theater with, no real horrors, no real dread, no real imagination. Alan Jones of the Radio Times gave it a three out of five stars uh, or three out of five rating. 
and said, while it's not quite as original or witty as it could have been, this unashamedly glossy take on vampire mythology has a clever script that's packed with twists and builds to a surprisingly tense climax. Cinema score got an A minus. Uh, awards for this, and it won the Young Artist Award for Best Young Actor in a Horror Movie, Corey Feldman, Best Teen Horror Drama, and it won the Saturn Award for Best Horror Film. When teen brothers Michael and Sam move in with their mother to a small town in Northern California, uh, they move there with their mother in Northern California, the younger Sam meets a pair of kindred spirits and a geeky comic book nerds, Edward and Alan. The angst-ridden Michael soon falls for Star, who turns out to be enthralled to David, leader of a local gang of vampires. Sam and his new friends must save Michael and Star from the undead. Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. It's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. Haim and Corey Feldman's first movie together and they were in, there was the two Corys, they were in a whole bunch of movies after this together. Um, the uh, I, I had actually one of our followers on Twitter is an author who has done a book, um, his book is called The Brat Pack America. Okay. And so he writes about like the Brat Pack movies like the Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles and you know that type of stuff. Um, so he has, he has that book, is his book and he tweeted back at us um, when he heard that we were doing uh, Lost Boys and he said that the comic book store and the bandstand, where they have the concert, were both destroyed in an earthquake in 1989. Oh. So stuff's okay. not there. That stuff's not there anymore. The boardwalk is still there, but the bandstand and the comic book store got destroyed okay. in the okay. 89 earthquake. The Loma, I'm going to mispronounce this, the Loma Prieta earthquake. Okay. So um, he's from San Francisco, so I'm sure he, he probably knows has it all more about out. California history and the earthquakes. Right. Um, this I pulled off of Wikipedia. It says, the original screenplay written by Jan Fisher and James Jeremias was originally about, this is what you and I were talking about earlier, um, where you said this reminded you a lot of like Goonies. Yeah. A bunch of, quote, Goonie-type fifth and sixth grade kid vampires, with the Frog Brothers being chubby eight-year-old Cub Scouts, uh, and Star being a boy instead of a love interest. So would have been less less interesting to it, begin with. It, with yeah. Okay. Yeah. So glad that they revised that. I'm glad that they have rewrites and drafts okay. and mm -hmm. focus groups. Mm -hmm. uh, the original inspiration came from James Jeremias, who caught upon the notion that Peter Pan could fly, visited Wendy and her brothers at night, and never grew old. So the simple notion that Peter Pan was a vampire was the genesis for the story. In the first draft of the script, the character of David was originally named Peter, and other characters also had names from the Peter Pan story. In the final draft, many name changes were made, but originally the two brothers were Michael and John, who are the brothers from the Peter Pan story, and the mother's name was Wendy. 
So they changed it to Lucy, and then they changed the other name to, instead of uh, John, they changed it to Sam. Got it. Uh, they said the most obvious nod to the Pan story is the dog Nanook, who was inspired by the character Nana, the dog, mm-hmm. in the Peter Pan book. Uh, the grandfather character was never a part of the original story, but later created in the draft by Jeffrey Boehm, who came in to do the screenplay. Uh, Joel Schumacher hated the idea of doing the younger kids, uh, the idea of like the middle school age kids, and told the producers he would only sign on to do the, movie, do the movie if he could change them to teenagers, and he thought it would be much sexier and more interesting. Well, he so, knows what he's talking about he's, with that. With that one. Batman movies, not so much. Nope, nope. But, um, maybe, yeah. he, maybe in those movies he listened to the committee. Could be. Could be. Uh, executive producer Richard Donner originally intended to direct the movie himself, Richard Donner having done the original Superman movie and mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon movies. And, uh, but actually, he the production for this, I guess, kind of took longer than he expected, so he actually moved on to do Lethal Weapon, uh, which we covered earlier this year. Yes, we did. And uh, he hired Joel Schumacher to take over the directing job for him. Uh, Corey Feldman, who plays Edgar Frog, foreshadows how each of the vampires die. He says, no two vamps die the same way. Some yell and scream, some go quietly, some mm-hmm. explode, some implode, which is, I think, the correct order in how each of the vampires die. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, David is David is impaled on a pair of antlers and doesn't disintegrate like the other vampires do. Uh, despite what Max says later, he's not really dead. This was intended to be picked up in the sequel. They were going to make a sequel originally called The Lost Girls. Uh, which they had a script of, but they never made. Um, they did a comic book series called The Lost Boys, Reign of the Frogs, um, and that kind of bridged the gap between between the movies and, and the story they were doing. And it said that David not only survived, but he went on to create um, the lead vampire in the 2008 direct-to-video movie called Lost Boys, The Tribe. Mm. Uh, the other vampire movie to come out, we mentioned this when we were talking a little bit earlier, in the summer of 87 was Near Dark, which starred Jason Patrick's brother, Joshua John Miller. We'll be looking at that one in October. Ah, that hit. Oh, so Bo's here. Hey. Bo. Hey, Bo. How's it going? All right, so you just you just stepped in, and uh, as we were walking down the hall, you made a comment about Wonder Woman. So we've it already was, talked about Lost Boys, but you go ahead and... It was awesome. I, I, I don't want to go so far yet as to say they have completely resurrected the DC movie universe, but mm-hmm. it might have happened. Okay. It's pretty darn good. Okay. And they do a they do a great job of not being annoying about the they have to tell you some of the origin story. Mm-hmm. But they do it quick and they do a, they do it right and then they get into the good stuff. It, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, and I feel like I feel like Wonder Woman. I feel like you kind of have to do that with Wonder Woman because a lot of people well, don't know her origin. Right. Yeah. Like, sure. Everybody knows. You Superman. Everybody knows story. Superman's because right. he's been around forever, and everybody knows Batman's because you have to retell it in every single movie you do. Right. Because if there's no pearls and a gun, then it's not Batman. Mm. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, away from spoilers, when we talk about Wonder Woman, go for it. Uh, resurrecting the DCEU. Yeah. Whoever's friend gets Ooh. frustrated yeah. when I say this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the. Uh, the Batman, the most Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, uh, uh, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Does that count as DC, or was that no. not? No. It not count. It does not count as the DC EU. Okay. It was its own thing. It was its own so thing. The only thing DC EU started with Man, Man of Steel. Of Steel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. Okay. Uh, and no. Wonder Woman. So when you guys got soon some to other be stuff. soon to okay. be Justice League, Justice League and Aquaman, Aquaman, Flash. Aquaman. Gotcha. So so oh, the Batman. Batman. Flash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Gotham, even Gotham though it was about DC property, we can't hold that up when we talk about the success or failure of DC movies because 
even though it was you're the talking current, about movies right. made by the DC right. film. It's it's kind of like you almost kind of have to, even though it's not quite the same thing, you almost have to treat that like I'm trying to think of like the old treat X-Men it like movies. treat it like the either the old X Men movies or the old Spider Man. Yeah, treat it like that because this old old Spider Man is its own thing. Like it's mm-hmm. not connected to any of the other X Men. Mm-hmm. Other Marvel old Spider Man and the old reboot of Spider Man. Right. right, right. We have two Spider Man that we have to throw yeah. out. Right, yeah. So. And the old X Men. The old X Men. Well, I mean, it's not connected to the other Marvel stuff. Gotcha. It's not connected to the Marvel. Right, like X Men cinematic X-Men, universe. X Two. Mm-hmm. Right. Future Past. All mm-hmm. that stuff is all sort of in its own right. bubble. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Batman stuff. Gotcha. Okay, I just wanted that point of Dark clarification, Rises, yeah. like when yeah. people talk about them. Okay. Yeah, so that stuff is, so it starts with Man of Steel. Gotcha. So 2013 on gotcha. has been DC, DCEU. Where they have control Sorry. of it. Yeah. What's the EU? Uh, d- um, extended detective, universe. Or not detective. Um, d- DC extended, extended universe. Extended Are they going with extended universe? No, they're going with extended universe. Huh, that's interesting. So it's I, I don't remember what the well, because that's for. what Star Wars was, so and then they shut no, that down. Star Wars expanded universe. Oh, that's right. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You gotta get your get extended, your, uh, expanded. Right. You Teach you all sure, about expanded. You, you gotta make sure whether it's extended or expanded. That makes a difference. Okay. I mean, not to not to get I'll semantics expand. here, but uh, so yeah. Would you rather extend or expand, Bo? <laughs> well, preferably both. <laughs> But I suppose if I had to choose, I'm going to go with extend. I mean, I feel like a lot of us here have already expanded. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, yes. Yes. Bad. yes. You don't care over there, Pat? I'm just trying to figure out when I'm going to get to see one of them. Pat in the three circles? Was yeah, Pat in the three circles. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here yeah. We go. I with got, our, yeah, so Wonder Woman. That's awesome. With, with, was, our, with our first fantastic. single, was it uh, Superfluous Buns? Superfluous, <laughs> superfluous Buns. Yeah. I am removing these super, Superfluous Buns. We could sample that in. That could we be could. the lead into the song. I am. I, I am. I, I, I am removing the Superfluous Buns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. All right. Back to Lost Boys? Yep. Yeah. What a All great right. movie. Okay. So, Better uh, than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Having never you, seen it. Because you hadn't seen it before? I had not seen okay. it before. Cool. Um, I didn't what? even I really think. Like, yeah, let's let's just go on into here's our, our reactions to it. So here's both just off your radar. Yeah, you're totally. So it you was, had not seen it before. Nope. Okay, I have not seen it before either. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Okay, so let's start with you and me then. Okay. All right. So what's your overall reaction to the movie? It was good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It held my attention more than I thought. I am for as much as I love sci-fi fantasy. You can throw a lot of things at me, and I like it. I tend to draw the line at vampires and zombies. Mm. Okay. With notable exceptions being Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with current pop zombie okay. and pop vampire that I just can't, especially the vampire stuff, the Twilight stuff, I just couldn't. Okay. okay. Couldn't handle the movies. Didn't spend time on the books. I've heard the books are better, not... You know, I'm not trying to judge those, mm-hmm. but the movies, I don't know if anyone in the room was a fan, but the movies were basic dribble. Not seen um, any of them? I, I heard that. My, my wife had read the books, and then the, she said, yeah, the movies definitely try and go more teen mm. pop kind of 
Yeah, water. it was rough. Like my wife dragged me the first one, and her and her girlfriends went and saw the rest. I said, I tried. I can't do it. Mm. Um, so I tend to shy away from zombies and vampires and that stuff. So when I read this, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try it because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. It was, it was well done in a lot of respects. The 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 makeup and stuff was good. Like it was just, it was done well. It was. Um, I loved some of the characters were great. Like the, and I'm gonna get names wrong, so I'm gonna consult my IMDb notes right here. But the the guy who, um, Corey Feldman mm-hmm. was all like, that was awesome. That character was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, because the first two seconds you're like, ah, hey, it's the guy from Stand by Me, and then he's mm-hmm. just yeah, he was awesome. And his buddy. The only thing I didn't like about him was the, mm-hmm. sometimes with his voice. Well, yeah. Like when he's trying to make himself sound like he's 10 years older than he right. really is. Or that he's... And his voice is like, he's trying to make his voice like this. Well, you know, he's a hardened vampire he hunter was. now. See, and Apparently. I, and like, there were a couple times, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it, but like right. there were a couple times like, that just kind of sounds dumb. Right. But I, I know that, he's trying to sound tough and, yeah. But see, that, well, it's your guys' turn, but that just made that character that much more like funny because he was mm-hmm. trying to sound like... It, right, he was just it, trying to, you, yeah. you know, that made, yeah. yeah. To me. To yeah, me yeah, yeah. I, but I get completely it. agree with yeah. that. Because that... Accent. Yeah, I can take your civilian wardrobe, and right. it's just like, yeah. oh my god, that just cracked mm-hmm. me up. And you know, the, talking about the cast, it was Jamie Gertz pops up. You're like, what? Yeah. And then it took me. I am embarrassed how long it took me to catch on to who Max was. I'm watching really? him and going, okay. I know you, mm-hmm. and you know what it is. It's because my wife just plowed through the Gilmore Girls series, like in the last. Three months, mm-hmm. and when, so and I'm see, used to him I, yeah, being. I never watched Gilmore Girls. I'm used to I, him I being him old, from, yeah. mm-hmm. and so seeing him, it took me far. And I knew I recognized the voice. That took me far too long. I remembered him from Overboard. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Even though I'd only ever seen that movie once. Yeah, God, I haven't seen that forever. But yeah, Lost Boys was a new one. I mean, it was fun. It was you know, just you know, spooky enough to be fun, but not scary. Um. It was very dark. Like, the lighting was very dark. And I know they were going for that, but there were some scenes, and it had a little bit to do with, I'm sure, I was watching it. I think I watched most of it. Do you them. think that's to do with the camera angles? No. No. Not this time. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it was because I was watching it on my iPad and I had the brightness uh-huh. set low or whatever. There were some scenes where I was like, oh, my God, can't I can't see, see what's yeah. happening. So I cranked the brightness up. Mm-hmm. It was fine, but it was... Other than that, I would say, you know, well put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this movie. I was same kind of thing. I was like, okay, well, I I love vampire movies. Like I, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I love zombie stuff. I love vampire stuff. And for a good portion of time, I, Pat and I were talking about this before we started recording. I was fairly obsessed with vampire stuff. If you put a vampire movie in front of me, I'm going to watch it. I don't care what it is, uh, unless it's Twilight. I'm not going to watch that. Don't. Um, I mean, but I mean, I was I was big time obsessed with. I was telling Pat I from seventh grade until right before freshman year of high school, I was writing my own vampire novel. Oh dear! Mm -hmm. I did not know this. Yeah, and I and and nobody knew it because partway through freshman year of high school, I went. I had it on a floppy disk, and I had a, a copy that I had typed up and printed. And I went back halfway through freshman year of high school, and I was like, you know what? I, I finished that like six months ago, seven months ago. 
I'm going to go back and reread that and see what it's like. I started to read it, and I thought, this is a piece of crap. And so I took the floppy disk, and I snapped it in half. Wow. And I took the printed copy, and I threw it in the fireplace. Wow. So I may have a handwritten copy somewhere else, but and which kind of it makes me upset that I did that now, because this was the summer the summer after eighth grade before we moved mm-hmm. here to, to Illinois. Um, we didn't know where we were going to live yet, but my dad had the job in downtown Chicago. So we, we were staying in his apartment in downtown Chicago for about two, maybe three weeks um, before we found the house, you know, where we ended up going in Libertyville. And while I was, I was just old enough that my parents were okay with letting me go out because we weren't that far from Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. And so they were okay with like letting me walk down to Borders when they used to have the borders over there by Water Tower Place. Sure. And so they were fine with letting me walk down there whenever I wanted to. So I spent most of those three weeks, I would go down to borders. I would sit in borders. I'd find a corner somewhere, and I'd go find, like, their occult and vampire section, and I would read up everything I could possibly find on vampires. So I was doing my research. I was trying to be, like, a real writer with this and doing my research on vampire lore and all this stuff. And More so research I, than he does for this podcast, I'll tell you what. That's not true. Sometimes. No, like, I know. I'm just a little But I spent a long time like looking up vampire stuff and reading vampire books and checking stuff out. So if anybody was tracking me, like there, there's a creepy kid. that like There's some record somewhere of this creepy kid checking books out from the library and, and sitting in borders reading way too much of this stuff. And then I ended up burning the whole thing. <laughs> Oh. Wow, in a fit of rage. Yeah. You the, just, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. That, temper got the better of me. Yeah. I mean, I get it, it. You know, the funny thing about it is that you snapped rubbed. the disc. Like, if you formatted the disc because mm. you're like, you know, I need this. I could have erased it. I right. need this disc space. This no, disc yeah. must yeah. pay. The hardware must right. pay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I must destroy every yes. trace of this. And aren't you writers always like revising stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You writers. Yeah. <laughs> <with> this guy. <laughs> you people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know why I was an angry ninth grader. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're like the uh, you're like the guy on the on the piano. Like no, it's it's. Sesame Street, no, no, like smacking his head mm-hmm. against the piano. <laughs> I have like thought you destroy the piano because yeah. it's the piano's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you realize where I thought this was going. Where I was super oh. into vampires, and I started writing this story, and then I started dating a girl, and then I realized that I didn't have time for vampires. There was that too. <laughs> you know, there was there was that too. So and right around then, I think was when you met your lovely wife. I'm uh-huh. just, just yeah. guessing. Here, yeah. But. Yeah, so no, I don't know. I was just in a, in a fit of rage. I just awesome. I blamed I blamed it all on the disc. And the other thing about that is picturing you in a fit of rage. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Part of me like I'm kind of amused. Yeah, were you <laughs> big and green and right? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. There were. I mean, there were there were a couple times where um, <laughs> our, one of the other guys we went to high school with, uh, Kevin Matthews. Oh yeah. He and I were on the wrestling team, and at one point, I didn't. I didn't break it, but you remember the safety glass that was along the side of the cafeteria? I do. Yeah. I do. He walked out after losing a wrestling match and punched his fist into the safety glass. And it's uh-huh. probably a miracle he didn't slice up his yeah. hand because it's got like the wire yeah. in the glass. Yeah. Yeah, it broke the glass. NFL star old. Kevin Matthews, right? Uh, didn't he play too? No, no, no. You're thinking of Kevin Walter. Yeah, but didn't Kevin? No. I don't think so. I think he went into like the... Like West Point or somewhere like that. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Can't find him on Facebook because I think he's anti-technology. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, or, he's, or he ended up with some cool job. There's a or there's that too. guy from high school I can't find on Facebook, and I now okay. know why. Okay. He works for the State Department. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Very. it's me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Maybe this is my cover. 
<laughs> yep, because the State Department needs a spy mm-hmm. in Vernon Hills, Illinois. That's right. Teaching hey. teachers tech. You notice we haven't had any terrorist attacks in Vernon Hills. <laughs> I have noticed that. I'm, I'm keeping it safe. So I have noticed just that. before you start criticizing. Uh, that's let's, why uh, I live here. Let's, let's point this out. there's no terrorist No, I, actually, the, the, in high school, it's, we're like totally going off on a tangent here. Totally. Right? We are um, derailed. I, I punched my television. That was in my bedroom. Wow, you did have actually, some rage I, back then. Huh? I, I had a little bit. It was the when we lost the double overtime game to uh, what was it, Evanston, or no, it was Naperville North. Oh. Our senior year, we had a double overtime game and we lost it, and it's still because the referee he made a bad call. Um, but he's not holding on to this or anything, people. He's no, not internalizing. No, he, not has, internalizing he has let we the could have gone go. to the state championship that year if it hadn't been for that ref's call. But anyway, um, so we lost that game. And I was not happy when I got home. It, when I got home from that game was the same day I got my acceptance letter from U of I. So I had that, and that was nice. But I was so upset about losing the game and everything else, I went upstairs and like closed my door, and I just got built myself up so much that I was so angry that I went and I punched the TV screen, not remembering I had my class ring on. Oh! Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I had, a bit, I had a bit of a temper. Again, I, I yeah. can't really see the... Uh... It's hard to reconcile that mm-hmm. John with the John we see before us now. Mm-hmm. I, I self-medicate with liquids and comic books now. There you so. go. Old age, <laughs> old age has tempered older. you. Or I, I would be more. I would probably be more fired up if I wasn't under such heavy sedation. But <laughs> that's <you know>. true. <laughs> well played. Well played. As, as Nora did the other day. Dad, you have a lot of gold hairs. Thanks, kiddo. Oh, We're going to continue to call those gold. Thanks a lot. Gold, gold man. hairs. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Apparently they're getting lighter. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, uh-huh. just frost in the tips. That sure. <laughs> wow. As much as I'm allowed to. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, digest. Lost Boys. I mean, hopefully, otherwise. It's Lost the, Boys. It's yeah. For a second, I was like, um, where we were we? So yeah, we're we're back to Lost Boys. Um, no, I was surprised at how much I liked it too because I a big vampire fan. Surprised I had never seen this movie. Like and I knew of it. I had heard of it before, I mean, and I knew the that cast, they were. Keep yeah. and we. How did I miss this? Right. Like, how did I not see this? I don't mean to keep interjecting, but mm-hmm. I think this is amazing. I've seen this movie. I know. Well, not y'all have seen it. Ko hadn't seen it. Like, we I think know. it's amazing too. Don't worry. Yeah, it yeah. was exciting. I was just like, I wow! I finally seen a movie that none of the other guys have. <laughs> so, do you remember seeing it the first time? Well, yeah. I will. But like, John, no, yeah. up with your thing. I don't well, yeah, know. No, that's my. I mean, that that's just kind of my thing. Is that I? This seems like it would have been a movie I would have loved. Right. Had I seen it, and, and I don't know it. why for years, and I and I enjoyed it. Like when the movie started up, and you get in one of the very first scenes, you get the saxophone guy, and I just, I mean, that my mind Epic. was blown right there. Epic, because I'm sitting there, and part of me is sitting there at first going, "What the? <laughs> like, what is this?" And then I'm thinking for a second, I'm like, "This is the most beautifully '80s thing I've ever seen." <laughs> right. The sweaty, long-haired, sexy, gyrating saxophone man playing a concert to a whole bunch of high school kids. And I'm like, this would never happen today. You would never have, like, this crowd of teenage kids screaming and having a good time when the saxophone guy, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't play saxophone. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay band people, but, right. you know, you know, you people, you band yeah. players. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, that would not happen today. Yeah. It would never happen today. But I'm watching this, I'm like... This may be one of the most beautiful scenes yeah. in in eighties cinema that I have ever seen. And he was the vocalist too. Yeah. And he isn't he wasn't he uh, t- uh, t- 
Tina Turner? Yeah, he was in like the 80s and 90s. He was Tina, like Tina Turner's lead sax guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, from that moment on, when it got to that part, I was like, okay, well, I mean, this movie is pretty good. Like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> like, that's so ridiculous. It's amazing. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen next in this movie, but I'm in. Yeah. I'm in just because of that scene. Yeah. And not that I was turned on by the sax guy. I'm just like saying mm. it was. Yeah. Like, I did not expect that scene. Fired you and up, I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in for whatever the rest of this ride is. And then I, the rest of the movie then was just fun. It yeah. was just fun. It wasn't, it didn't like get really deep into like all you know, the rules of a vampire lore and all that other stuff. And um, it's just fun. It was like kind of like you mentioned earlier and kind of like they mentioned in some of the descriptions. It's like a cross between the Goonies and a vampire movie. So. Mm-hmm. So what about you? You've seen this movie before. When was the first time you saw it? I saw it in high school. Okay. It was, um, what would have been 92, uh, like 93 or 94. It was after, you know, it was one of the dances, homecoming or turnabout dance or whatever. And it was a three, maybe four couples. And we all went back to uh, this girl's house and uh, we're like, we're watching Lost Boys. It was all the girls. They mm-hmm. loved this movie, and so uh, of course, yeah. And we when we we put the movie on, and it was it was like that. And it was mm-hmm. I'm just gonna and I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but it was like <laughs> badass vampires that ride motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I'm in. That's awesome. <laughs> and so it was uh, uh, it was the same thing. Like I remember watching this thing, and um, I remember the soundtrack. Like when that soundtrack mm-hmm. kicks off, um, it has kind of that mysterious beginning, and then the the kids choir kind of thing singing, and I'm just like, dude, this is. This is cool. And somehow, they even, like you said, it had a dark screen. Like, even this, the carnival or whatever. Yeah. It it, it had, well, first of all, it kind of had a uh, an exotic look because you don't quite get that around the Midwest. Mm-hmm. One. Two, it had a mysterious look to it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you, you know, it, like anything, you get sucked in when all of a sudden there's this weird screeching and people are getting yanked out of cars. And, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then the motorcycle, you know, the whole thing. And it was, yeah, it was it was a fun movie. And like I told John, I don't typically like scary movies, but this wasn't really scary. It was right. just it was just fun. It was just exciting, you know? And, and uh, the kids were funny, you know, the Frog Brothers and all that. And I'm thinking even though, you know, technically I was in high school and, you know, we were all out at one of the dances, I think I could identify with those guys. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those guys cracked me up and... It was, uh, it was, it was cool. Fun movie. And I don't know if we're going to get into the, does it hold up? But like, mm-hmm. I've seen it off and on. Like, I think I said, it's sort of like what you say with, um, um, Tombstone where it's like mm-hmm. anytime Tombstone, it might not be on your top five right. list, but when it's on, oh, yeah. bam, you're watching it. When this movie's on, I'm, like, I'm watching this mm-hmm. movie and I watched it once. I've heard people refer to those as their kryptonite movies. Yes. It's like. Yeah, you can't do anything else because it's stopping yeah. you. For, yeah, like getting Shawshanked. Right, Shawshank. Oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. say Shawshanked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but I mean that would be that would be another. But I saw it once. I rewatched like my favorite scenes, and I'm like, oh, forget about it, man. I'm going to watch this again. <laughs> and then yesterday, I got talking to our colleague Jen Greenwell, mm-hmm. and she's like, I love that movie. I believe mm-hmm. we talking about how awesome it is. So we put we started cranking the soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, through the through the rehearsal room. We were listening to the soundtrack, and I went home last night. It was made like the third time and. Two days. I watched the movie. I'm like, Tammy, have you seen Lost Boys? She goes, I don't think so. Do you know anything about it? Nope. I said, we've got to watch this. Yeah, we have got to watch this movie. And I even, she said, so is this, what? what's in this movie? I'm like, you'll see. She goes, wow, is this like a, you know, and I, 
Didn't give anything. And away. then she got to the saxophone guy, and her mind was blown. Yeah, well, she used to play saxophone. <laughs> well, so, there we go. I mean, okay. But I mean, that tells you right there if you can watch a movie three times mm-hmm. in two days. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not be like, okay, let's let's hurry mm-hmm. it up. Can we move it along? I, I really, yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely a fun movie. Yeah, and I think it holds. I think it does hold up. Like it's some of these movies we watch and it's, if it's one I haven't seen before that's when it's easier for me to gauge whether it's hold, whether it's held up or not Yeah. because some of these like we go back and we watch them and it's like Labyrinth mm-hmm. I can't objectively tell you whether that's held up or not because I love that movie yeah. like, I'm already biased against it I think it always holds up because I love it yeah. but if somebody were to come to that movie brand new today would Labyrinth or something like that still hold up? Maybe Yeah. this movie since it was the first time I saw it just a few days ago I'm like, this movie holds up just fine. This movie yeah. could be brought out, you know. To me, if, if this movie was brought out at the exact same time as, say, like a Twilight-type mm-hmm. movie, yeah. I would go see this one. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't go see Twilight because, you know, it just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, I'm like, hmm, rock music, mm-hmm. vampires, mm-hmm. motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. It would yeah. be interesting to see what they would do with it today, like how they would step up the... The sets, mm-hmm. like the sunken hotel and, and things mm-hmm. like that, I feel like would just be. Well, I feel like a lot of CGI involved, and it would just be yeah, just me hit you over the head with it kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, and it was funny. I obviously fit into the, the former category mm-hmm. that you mentioned. If you heard what I just said, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I did mm-hmm. see it when I was in. Right. But Tammy watched it, and her reaction was, "I can't believe you like this movie because I you don't like scary things." Right. Like she was kind of. Mm-hmm. But that means she was taken in by the movie. Right. So, I mean, right. I, you know, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I kind of feel like the, the equivalent today, and I didn't... I watched a little bit of this, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And like, Did you ever watch Buffy yes. when it was out? Because, yeah. I, wa- I mean, I watched bits, bits and, and pieces. Bits and pieces in a okay. TV show. I actually the movie. really enjoyed the movie. Okay. When first because a couple of things that I read said that even though there's no... They've never made a, an explicit link between the two, that there's so much about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, and especially the TV series that was influenced by this movie, mm-hmm. by Lost Boys. The whole idea of vampires you know, like being young and beautiful right. and the other idea of the vampires looking normal until they vamp out and mm-hmm. then their face changes and they've got the fangs. And, um, you know, and some of the, like the, the idea of it being a town where it's a whole bunch of teenagers and it's, you know, I think they called, it was it Sunny Vale, Sunny Dale? What was it called Ooh. in Buffy? Yeah, I don't know. But then they refer to that as like the murder capital of the world, or mm-hmm. yeah, and then this one. Well, any place with vampires would be the murder capital. Well, right. of the world just by and uh, the transitive property of you know, right, exactly, All right, death. Um, yes. You know, so I, I kind of feel like there's a lot of parallels there with with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That you know, even if they, even if Joss Whedon wouldn't come right out and say it, I think he probably was pretty influenced <laughs> by by this. Um, and then the Blade movies, too. I kind of feel like, because the vampires in there are supposed to be kind of like younger, and it's yep. like they want to go out and party and those throw are really those raves. And mm-hmm. I love those movies. I know I said vampires, not my, but there are notable mm-hmm. exceptions. Well, right. we'll get to I'm, I'm going to ask for your yeah. top two to three favorite oh, vampire movies here right. in a little bit. So. And uh, you mentioned like redoing it now and the mm-hmm. CGI and all that. And I almost wonder, like, this movie seemed to succeed and be even more creepy because what they didn't show. Mm-hmm. And right. I want everybody I want everybody to hear this. With the flying okay. and the, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. the camera angle mm-hmm. when these guys were flying. Yeah. I mean, seriously. You've, I, you've done your homework. I've done my homework. I did. I checked it out, you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, whenever they did that, 
mm-hmm. and then they're flying. Like the way they would like shake the camera. Use my hand mm-hmm. on the, on the right. audio medium. But like the camera would shake around and you wouldn't focus and you're backing up. And the cool thing is, at the beginning, you really don't know what you're watching. Mm-hmm. At right. least I didn't, and I'm maybe right. and I'm an idiot, but that's no, okay. But it's like you don't know, like when they go after the guy in the car, and they go after mm-hmm. the couple in the car, you're like, what? why is this shaking around? Right. Like, what is this sound? You know something's not right, and the vampires show up, but then it's like, oh, that's them flying away. That's like, mm-hmm. a, you know, if they had a helmet cam. If they were wearing a GoPro, that's mm-hmm. what the vampires would show you. And that seemed to succeed because it was just like, okay, my imagination mm-hmm. is just going wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when they have to go out and get the dog... Yeah. Even now, oh, yeah. I'm sitting there running back and forth, just like, get the dog, 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 the dog, get the dog, get the dog, the dog, get 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 the little while we'll be talking about Evil Dead 2 and there's some scenes in that where they do the same thing yeah. they do that point of view camera where it's uh, rushing through something or going somewhere yeah. and all you see is what you would see if you were running through something mm-hmm. and here and I think oh, I it's, a, it's a lost art that, that that camera style you don't see a lot these days because they want to use the CGI because mm-hmm. they want to show you so much I'm going to predict it right now that you're going to love Evil Dead 2 Cool. That's what you said. I'm very, I'm very excited about that. I, I think you're really gonna like it. Did yeah. You, did you watch it? You've seen. Oh it? yeah. Oh yeah. I hadn't seen it in years. Okay. It's, I've. It's when I was watching Lost Boys, it was late at night one night. I was watching Lost Boys. I had just finished Lost Boys. I'm like, man, it's late. I got to go to bed. And then it like the window closed down on iTunes, and it had all my other movies on iTunes. And I'm looking at them, going. Mm, it's 11 o'clock at night. I should go to sleep. But Evil Dead 2 is right there. And you're like, dude, it's the end of the school year. Nope. Why do I, I watching, don't need sleep. Watching, I mean, watching. Yeah. So did yeah, then watch, I watched Evil Dead 2 right after. Did you have, I had to watch Evil Dead again. Because it had been far too long. See, I, well, I didn't feel like I needed to because Evil Dead 2 is Well, Evil and Dead. I had forgotten about that yeah. part. So I start 2 and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Well, that's fine. You didn't waste your time. They're both really good. No, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Still. Now I want to go watch Army of Darkness. Though. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Which you had never seen that one either. No. Okay. So I'm gonna have to loan you that one yeah. when we're all done with all this stuff. But um, all right, so uh, Lost Boys. Since we're here for Lost Boys, we'll do right. Dead Two next week, and I'm predicting now you will love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a favorite character? <sighs> I love Grandpa. He's just so good. Yeah. Well, I don't have a. T- I don't need a TV. I read the TV guide. Right. Read the TV guide. You <laughs> the TV don't need guide. a TV. No <laughs> Like, yeah. he's awesome. And you, and, you, and he they, still has this jumps forward into my favorite quotes. Yeah. But my saying, favorite, oh, the last line. Of yes. the yeah. And I've, like, stopped into your office three times today. And it was like, Pat, you know the one thing I couldn't stomach about being here? <laughs> all the damn vampires. <laughs> I know. And that's and the best part. Like, all the best part of the whole movie. Because everybody's like, you're watching this movie thinking, oh, man, nobody knows anything about vampires. And, like, just these, these kids are the only ones that know. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, end of the movie, very last line, he's like, you know, the only thing I couldn't stomach about living in Santa Clara, was it Santa Clara? Yeah, yeah. Santa uh, Carla. Yeah, Santa, Santa Carla. Carla. All the damn vampires. Yeah. And then the movie ends. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, everybody knows. Oh, everybody, everybody knows gets the grandpa it. Everybody gets knows everybody what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And there's more than and just that, this group. Yeah. Right? right? Because yeah. all of So them. then that's an awesome way then 
because you finish the movie and this could totally just be a one-off movie and you've had a great ending, you had a great movie and a great final line, or that opens it up to... We can make as many Lost Boy movies as we want because right. he's just said yeah. all of it. So there's more than just the four or five of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Okay, I jumped in there with like favorite quote already. So I, <laughs> no, I'm just, mm-hmm. but I mean that when you mentioned Grandpa, I'm like, well, he's just so <laughs> awesome. He's not in the movie that much, but when he no, does but show he's, up, his his he's there and he does exactly what he needs to do and he gets mm-hmm. out of the way. You know, he's yeah. there to just be that crazy kook grandpa. You know, mm-hmm. and they could have. They could have gone so campy with it. They could have had him, like, be some super vampire hunter guy, mm-hmm. and they didn't, which was good. Yeah. They just, he was the crazy old grandpa mm-hmm. who the vampires didn't bother killing because he left them alone. And right. it just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the end, all the damn vampires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Favorite character? Yeah. Now you like the grandpa. Did you say yours or because we? St- I, I think I don't know. I might have to go with the grandpa. I stole his thunder. Yeah, that's all right. I do that. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think I got to go with the grandpa. Just, I think just because of the t- the the last line in the whole movie mm-hmm. that made the whole movie for me. That and the saxophone guy. Yeah, like those were the best parts of this movie for me. I you know so but I, I think I got to go with grandpa. I might have to go old school mm-hmm. and just say the main character, like Michael. Mm-hmm. The hero, you know. I, I did like David. I did like uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character. And that was the next yeah. thing I was going to say. It's like this is one of those movies that you know you want the bad guy played so well, mm-hmm. and he was he was cool, man. Yeah. I mean, he was bad guy, but I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. like I liked his whole like to quote the dude from uh, mm-hmm. from the Big Alaska. I like his whole not cowboy thing, but his whole like mm-hmm. kind of like cool hipster California thing yeah. that he had going on. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, like I said, the Frog Brothers and the Little Brother cracked me up. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite character. Yeah, I mean, because each one mm-hmm. had, you know, each one had uh, played such a strong part in the in the movie. So. Do you have a favorite scene or, or a favorite quote? You guys go first. I got the, the favorite scene. It's easy. Okay. Mm. I think I've already said mine. I think mine were like the saxophone saxophone concert at the beginning and the final line of the movie. I would say the final line is so good. I do like the the death by stereo. Yeah. (laughs) I I was going to say, death Uh by stereo is up there for Mm -hmm. sure. Or really maybe the one just where where the, the two brothers are looking in the mirror and look at your reflection, you know. You're an evil undead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that whole that whole sequence mm-hmm. is good. I'm gonna tell mom, <laughs> right? I'm telling mom. The death by stereo is pretty good, though. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's, there's I did a like lot when, of, I did like when the dog jumped him and, and dropped him into the bathtub of holy water. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty yeah, good. That was, good. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool. That was good. That's pretty cool. I like it when the little kid busts up. And he's just like, it's like, like the attack of any monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's 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 that stuff's funny. Yeah. There's a, well, sorry, you should you should tell your yeah, favorite scene. Before. Favorite scene is the bike scene. Oh, okay. yeah, of easy. Course. That's mm-hmm. easy. I mean, and you know what? That that whole the vampires on motorcycles. Yeah, and you know what? The whole build up to that scene. Now I'm not going to sit there and say, oh "My gosh, that was just so realistic mm-hmm. and so factual." But you know what? Again, well, it's the camera angles. I mean, it, it made it well, realistic. Well, here's the thing. They they didn't have all the CGI. They didn't try right. so they didn't overreach. They had right. to have people out there all like practical. riding motorcycles. Yeah. You know? And so I mean obviously they filled in with all the 
Sure. stuff and some of the stuff where their hair is blowing I mean mm-hmm. you know they were probably in front of a wind machine you know right. I mean I get all that but it it was I mean just even the whole build up of that scene where he pulls up and you know you know and he and David calls you know star pulls her away and you're like oh, okay this is his girl and mm-hmm. that's what you assume mm-hmm. before you right. realize and then it's just and then I love the line where he's just like uh, you know something something you know you know where so so and so point is or so and so cliff or whatever and he's just like I can't beat your bike man and he's just like, you don't have to beat me, Michael. You just have to keep up. And then they kick into mm-hmm. that music and they take off mm-hmm. down the steps and just go tearing across the mm-hmm. beach. I'm like, that is wicked awesome. <laughs> that is beyond cool. And I mean, that really like just shooting down the, well, I'd say the road, but just shooting down the beach, the road, the, mm-hmm. through the, whatever on a motorcycle. I mean, that was, you could, you could kind of feel that. I, I just thought that whole scene was really mm-hmm. cool. The music was really good with it. And yeah, that was a, that was a fun scene. That was Agreed. Do you, so I'm going to use that as a segue to the next one. Do you have a favorite song from the soundtrack? Well, I think the main theme, the uh, um, with the little kids choir singing, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and it starts off. And I, I can't, I can't get. The, I'm going to embarrass myself if I try to sing. Cry, cry, little sister. Yeah, yeah. Cry, yeah. little sister. Mm-hmm. And it starts off like I was listening to the soundtrack. It starts with the kids, like when yeah. they put up the whatever the movie company that does it. Mm-hmm. It just starts with this kid going, you know, cry sister dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. yeah and you're just like ooh, bloom, bloom. it's yeah. got that, those little sound effects and that tune's pretty cool like some background music going it folds into that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um where, where the the lead singer is singing the main uh yeah. the main chorus or whatever and it's like the music will be going one direction then it folds back into that and it's just like yeah that's pretty cool and it just added a little bit of that with the music it added a little bit of that kind of creepy twilight not the movie mm-hmm. twilight but twilight feel where it's just like mm-hmm. okay i'm looking at the carnival but it's a little bit sinister because it's a little dark that music kind of fit in you know sort of like soundtrack mist mm-hmm. so yeah what? i think the way they use people are strange was good mm-hmm yeah. That version of that song was really good. I think the way they brought because I feel like they they brought it back a couple times. Mm-hmm. Just the way they used it and placed it, I thought was well right, done. Right after you know John's quote that he was talking about, just mm-hmm. like oh the damn vampires. <laughs> doom 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 people oh, strange. Yeah. Yeah. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are running when you're down, when you're strange. Faces come out of the rain when you're strange. No one remembers. 
I think I, I think I gotta go with the uh, I do like is it I, I still believe is that the saxophone yeah concert one yeah I still believe because I, I mean that it's just like classic 80s rock song yeah. with oh, a whole yeah. bunch of saxophone built into it and I actually put that on when it was really hot outside the other day driving home in the car rolled down the windows cranked that up in the car was listening to that all the way home through the storms through the cries through the wars That one and the uh, uh, Cry Little Sister. Yeah. I, just, the rest of them, you know, I, I liked all the rest of them, but I think those two in particular stood out. Yeah. And, I, and I've and i always liked uh, The People Are Strange. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide if I like this version better than The Doors. Because this was a different one. This was yeah. uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different than the original. So I don't know. Because I, I like The Doors version. That's yeah. the one I listen to the most. Yeah. But, yeah. But just a great, great music. And I actually sent out, I think I tweeted this out a while ago, and I sent you a copy of it too. There was an article um, on the AV Club website uh, called The Lost Boys Soundtrack Walked Awkwardly Between Worlds. Mm-hmm. And it was all about kind of the weird mixture of being an 80s movie with 80s music, but at the same time it wasn't, most of the songs weren't done by the original artists, so they were all kind of different, very different covers of the songs and um, you know that it was maybe a little odd to have a vampire movie with pop music kind of built into it at the time and um, but I guess even some of the some of the music I don't know if it was because uh, NXS did one of the songs mm-hmm. um, and Good I, I want to say yeah and I want to say that that was the reason that Kiefer Sutherland decided to do the movie because he was a big NXS fan and he was at first he was like no nah, I don't want to do this movie I don't want to do vampire teenage vampire movie and then I guess he found out he was going to get to meet them or something yeah. as part of doing the movie and he's like mm, yeah okay do that I'll do yeah, the movie yeah. what's do. funny is like talk about characters earlier and what's so interesting about the character of David is how little he actually says he doesn't talk mm-hmm. much yeah you don't really know much about him at all mm-hmm. but man is he a creepy SOB mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just the way he says Michael Michael yeah Michael. Yeah. We oh. did we did read up on it earlier that somebody somebody online said, Yeah, I tried to play a drinking game to when how many times they say Michael. He's like, Don't do it. They it's say like it they, it's hundred and eighteen times yeah, that they say Michael, yeah. So don't do it because we don't want any of our listeners to die. No. Or do it and you or, know, don't die. Don't just, die. Yeah. Just be smart about it. Right. Um Okay. So I got maybe like two or three other questions for us. That soundtrack definitely yeah. the way they did that soundtrack added to the like, mm-hmm. the creepy feel of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it really. Because even the I mean the cover depending on the songs that they chose, some of them are not necessarily creepy songs in their original form, but just like the way they use them. Well, and I, the I'm not the a El- music the Elton guy. John, the I way would... they use the Elton John, like the, yeah. the, the, don't let the sun go down on me. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's perfect. I'm... Like, why would somebody yeah. not put that in a vampire movie? Sure. Yeah. 
I defer to Pat on this, but I wonder if they went through in, in the covers that they used, I wonder if they threw some minor chords in, because I know mm-hmm. minor chords yeah. can just creep the hell out of a song mm-hmm. real yeah. quick. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> hey, speaking of music, did you when Grandpa comes in at the end, da 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 suddenly it's like the full organ. And then the thing goes, that's cool. That's just it's that attention to detail. It's the attention to detail and um um that just makes all the difference in the world. And I don't know, you know, we've talked about all kind of moving on, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember we talked about Gremlins and it was sort of like, what is Gremlins? Is it a horror movie? Is it a right. comedy movie? Is it a dark comedy movie? Is it an adventure movie? And that's kind of like the vibe I get with this movie mm-hmm. is it's, you know, sort of like, it's not like, really horror. No. I mean, it wants to be. Uh, yeah. But it, it's, and it's, it's not really comedy. No, but it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and you're not laughing at the movie like mm-hmm. oh God you know it's just like this it's situationally funny because you're you're laughing at like a it's almost like a <laughs> that's cool yeah well, and you're like laughing at, at uh, Feldman's character because right. of yeah. the voice and just because mm-hmm. he sounds like, like a frog because yeah. he's the senior vampire hunter <laughs> in town yeah what? yeah <laughs> yeah and even even the kid the other Corey mm-hmm. he adopts a voice you know when he's yeah. sitting there just like getting tough yeah yeah so I noticed that. Yeah. You have the Batman 3 by the Batman 70s. You can't do that because they haven't discovered Red Trip tonight. But I'm just like, yeah. okay, I, you know. And then, of course, I'm sitting there going, oh, God, what's Red Crypt tonight? I don't even know what they're talking about. Well, that was, I almost, I'm just like, dude, I hope someone. That, oh, like, you don't know, no. Well, we can. That'll be a whole other podcast. Well, we can, we can do a whole podcast on the colors of kryptonite. So I got kind of the effective. Oh God! Um, there's more than two. Yeah, there's more than two. Ah hell! Are you kidding? Because there's blue, there's gold, there's pink. That we well, we shouldn't talk about the pink one because that. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was back in a time when Superman was not quite so PC. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no. and, and you think I'm kidding? I don't. <laughs> no, that's I'm not kidding. Pink kryptonite made Superman gay. <laughs> Of course it did. Of course it did. But, but that was but that was in the nineties. So of course it did. Of course it did. Because why else would you do it? Uh-huh. And 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 why would that affect his ability? To, like why would that be, even be a thing? But mm-hmm. that just shows that we're not in the nineties anymore. That we right. Yeah. You know. But because apparently he was too busy checking out Jimmy Olsen to go save people. Right. <laughs> because. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll share more about that story with you sometime. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Anyways, bring that's it, a totally different podcast. Bringing it back to Lost Boys. <laughs> wow. Bringing it back to Lost Boys. I When he was talking about the comics, I like I was reminded, the movie Rounders, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. And when you sit there and say, I flopped the nuts straight, or I flopped the what, I'm just like, I don't know if that's gibberish or what it is, but it sounds bloody cool. <laughs> and I need a card player to tell me, like mm-hmm. that, I'm just like, these kids are talking about comics, I have no idea what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I need someone right. that knows Scott. But it's like this this movie it sticks with you because it seems like it's unique because there's so many different things going on that 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 blend together perfectly mm-hmm. you know it's not it's it's not uh it's not like stuff is sticking out like oh that doesn't fit or why are they doing that or or you know they were going for this and decided to add this piece in mm-hmm. or you know it all blended together really really well mm-hmm. and I think that's why this movie just can hang in there is because you know you are you are kind of on the back foot you didn't see this coming did you when the first time you watched it you and I Bo just watched it recently first time you watched it and I guess this is a question for us too did you predict the plot twist that was coming with Max being the head vampire 
I kind of did. Yeah. I kind of did, but there was something that threw me off. Oh. Because I, being the connoisseur of vampire research that I was as a middle schooler, um, until I got a girlfriend, um, I knew like all the different rules of like you can't see the reflection and they can't cross running water and they, you know, like even like the really weird obscure ones that like there was an old vampire in some of the old vampire lore. It was uh, you should keep mustard seeds in your pocket because vampires are OCD. And if you're being chased by one, if you take the mustard seeds and throw them behind you, the vampire has to stop and pick them all up before it chases you again. Mm. So weird mm. stuff like that. Um, but he asks, he's like, well, you must be the man of the house. So uh, I'll, I'll wait until you invite me in. And I'm like, dude's a vampire. Right, dude's yeah. a vampire. Because yeah, vampires, I don't know enough about vampires to know that one. Because vampires have to be invited into your, they can't just come into your house. Cool. They have to be invited. And so like the moment he said that, when he goes to Michael and he's like, you're Michael. You must be the man of the house. So I, I'll wait until you invite me in. And I'm like, cool. guy's a vampire. But then at the dinner, when they're all trying to, when they like give him the garlic and they, they put the mirror in front of him and he, and he sees his reflection. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. Then he's not a vampire because that stuff didn't, yeah. Didn't affect him in any way. Because when you, so they didn't really end up explaining that. Right. But I was mostly okay with it, like when it came at the end, because then when they when they killed when they killed David, and nothing changed, and he was Michael was still a vampire. Then I was like, okay, maybe this Max guy is a vampire because he's been acting kind of creepy, mm-hmm. and I don't know. There's just been little little hints here and there, and I was when they, when he asked to be invited to come in the house, that's when I was like, nope, the guy's a vampire. Mm-hmm. But then the other stuff threw me off a little bit because I'm like, yeah. well, he's not following any of the other vampire rules about the no reflection and the no. You yeah, know, garlic and any of that and it, stuff. So it breaks that those rules, right? right. So, so that I, I I saw it coming at first, and then I was like, oh, all right, well I was wrong, mm-hmm. and then at the end, obviously he ends up being a vampire again. I but, didn't invite you this time, Max. Right. <laughs> Do you prefer your vampires scary or sexy? Can't they just be both? Sure. Uh, scary for me. Okay. I don't necessarily see a reason for. Sexy vampires. Sexy vampires. Although, hey, sexy lady vampire, sexy lady vampires always do it for me. I'm okay. not gonna, you know. You're going to the Bram, the Bram Stoker's oh, yeah. Dracula movie. Oh yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not over here complaining. No, that's it. No. <laughs> Hello. I guess I. I'm the ladies. <laughs> the lady vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I definitely go with the latter, and mm-hmm. I mean, like, more. Where, where are you putting the ladder, and what are you trying to climb up to? Bam! There it is. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the, the, I think the, I like the mm-hmm. vampires. I like the vampires. Um, um, good point. Mm-hmm. I think I like the vampires sexy, and I think okay. and, and I'll expand this beyond just sounding like a fourteen year old going in the girls. No, but I think I like the idea of the vamp and why this movie wasn't scary to me. Mm-hmm. I don't need like I don't go in for like super heavy duty scary movies. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that you described a little bit more, which I've never seen. Buffy the Vampire or watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. where they look like regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, they look like and like I said, I mean, like Blade, like the Blade movie. Yes, yeah. exactly, like the Blade movie, mm-hmm. and you know, like the girl in this one, and even um, you know, like Michael and David. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they they were, you know, David was a cool looking dude, man. Mm-hmm. He was pretty tough. It was just like okay. Until he went nuts, and mm-hmm. you know, then the vampire thing came. So I guess I kind of like that a little bit more mm-hmm. than, you know, than than the absolute, absolute like 
scary, scary kinda, evil. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of go I kind of go a little a little bit of both because I that's one of my Bram Stoker's Dracula is one of my favorites absolutely so favorite vampire movies, um, but I also really like like the nineteenth that was nineteen thirty one Dracula mm-hmm. the original the Bela Lugosi Dracula I like Nosferatu the, the old oh, yeah. um, silent movie um, and there's not really there's nothing sexy about a silent movie or at least not that one. Um, so, I mean, I, I do like the scary vampire stuff. I do. I like it when they can do that and do it right. Um, I think you can get a good mixture of the two. I mean, I think the Blade movies are a decent mixture of the two. Because there's, I mean, not a real scary movie, but there are some moments in there that are kind of scary. Um, I would say from Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you've got some sexy vampires, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, there's some pretty scary parts in there, too. Um, one that I have not seen, we're going to be doing in October, is Near Dark. Have you seen... No, that's another okay. one I have not seen. A lot of people, I, when I was looking up stuff online for this one, a lot of people were pairing these two together. I, yeah, you know, it's funny. In stuff I read, it popped up a few times, and I remember thinking every time, yeah, I have no idea what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're yeah. dark. Okay. Um, so this, so this, this can kind of transition us into what are your two or three favorite vampire movies then? This will, we'll, we'll finish off with this one. What are your two or three favorite I think we're all going to drop Bram Stoker's Dragon Weapon. Mm-hmm. It's just way too good of a movie um vampire movies i don't think i've seen that many it's gonna be part of my problem okay so maybe you guys should go and it'll trigger some memories for me not twilight can i just not that we'll count that we'll count that one out you don't like your vampires glittery not particularly no there's only one redeeming scene in that whole first movie okay vampire baseball huh dude just okay. look that clip up on YouTube. The rest of the movie's trash, but Vampire Baseball. Okay. Just picture it with the strength of a vent. Just, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Dude. Gotcha. That's a thing. To, to the, only, the only clips from Twilight I've ever seen are on bad lip reading. Ah, well, yes. And that's a good yes, one. That's good that's stuff. Good. That's good stuff. Yeah. I've never seen Bram Stoker's that Dracula. Really? really? I don't do scary movies, so... Based it's not... Well, and that's maybe... I mean, no, you know what? As has, I say that... It has moments. It does. Uh, Have you seen an interview with the vampire? No. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think that I can't I, rate it on a scary scale yeah, for you. I think I think you would enjoy Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, that's I mean I think he's got the red armor in that, right? A uh-huh. buddy of mine yeah. told me all about it. Yeah, you know? it's very good. Gary Oldman is a fantastic oh, yeah. Dracula. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's good. It's um, did you ever read Dracula mm-hmm. as a, in high in school or anything? No. Yeah. yeah, it's I'm not gonna say it's completely faithful to the original story, no. but it tries it's, to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The well, character of Dracula, I think, is more faithful to the original story yeah. than a lot of other... But some of the other stuff, the Mina stuff and the Van Helsing stuff, yeah, kind of goes off on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, we, did a, we did a play version of it at, at Burton Hills, uh, my God, maybe 10 years ago now, maybe more. Yeah, my brother was Van Helsing. He was. Mm-hmm. He was a very good Van Helsing, mm-hmm. actually. Cool. Um, that was good. That was, that was good. That, that version of that story, I like a lot. Yeah. Okay. So the Drax, Dracula, I should check out. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Bram Stoker's okay. Dracula. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola is the director. Uh, he sounds right, yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess, I mean, this, honestly, this one would be my number one. Okay. I mean, it's just love it. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I don't know if you guys will let me do the, just put both Blade movies in there. Yeah, that's um, Yeah. You know, because, you know, Blade yeah, is you know, an awesome movie, mm-hmm. but Blade 2 has that last, like, 20 minutes of just yeah. complete mm-hmm. butt whooping. You mentioned Blade 2. Blade 3? You like Blade 3? I never saw Blade 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's 
It's okay. It's, it's fine. Blade. kind of a stretch. It's, Blade. Yeah. it's a second sequel. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just, like if it's like if Blade teamed up with Deadpool. Mm. Because okay. Ryan Reynolds is in Blade okay. 3 and it's mostly his kind of Deadpoolish humor. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. So I'd say the Blade movie this number one, the Blade movies, um you mentioned um this is why I needed to wait a second. I just came Monster up. Squad. <laughs> okay. oh, I remember yeah. loving that movie. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen it since I originally mm-hmm. saw it. So I, yeah. I, I'm like, I can't. I mean, I remember loving that movie, so that might be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this counts, but they had. Uh, um, you remember League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Mm-hmm. They had some vampire scenes in there, yeah. and I thought she. Mina Harker, yeah. who. When you see Bram Stoker's Dracula, you will learn how she became a vampire. Okay, that's good because she and then they talk about her husband or something. I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. I just like her portrayal in there was kind of fun, mm-hmm. and it was. Um, so I guess I guess yeah I guess those would be it. But yeah, this is definitely this would definitely be the you know the top of the heap for me. Okay, and then Blade, you know. Okay, so Blade for sure. You mentioned Blade. That was that was good. Blade, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and then. Because my sense of humor, I would rather see a comedy than a scary movie. I'm not a huge vampire fan. Are you going with Once Bitten? No, I am not. I am going with... The Jim Carrey vampire movie? The Eddie Murphy comedy fantasy horror from 1995, Vampire Vampire in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not going with Dracula Dead and loving it? Uh, Decent, but no. Vampire in Brooklyn. That's one that if I'm clicking around... And I stumble upon it on some random channel. Every once in a while, it'll mm-hmm. show up on BET. I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. You know, I'm just clicking around on the guide when you're really bored. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing. By the way, I love DVRs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do without them in my life, but it has killed the random finding of a movie. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always something on the DVR we, to watch. We don't have cable anymore. And so most of our TV, I mean, we have an antenna, so we'll right. still sure. sub- flip around sometimes, but not most of our TV watching is we'll watch Netflix or mm-hmm. Amazon Prime or whatever we can get through the Apple TV. And mm-hmm. then the only thing I think we go to the TV for is like news and sports. Sure. So we did, there's sure. none of the, the last time I did any random flipping around of anything, I happened to be working with something later at night and I jumped on Twitter maybe to put something up for our podcast, a Twitter account. And somebody tweeted that Sven Gulli was showing the original 1954 uh, Godzilla. Yes. I'm like, I can get that channel. Nice. <laughs> so I flipped it over real fast, and I ended up watching the rest of Godzilla. And I had not seen that movie in years. I was like, that was the first time I had ever nice. like watched something on TV in, I don't know, a couple years. Yeah, Maybe awesome. that wasn't news or sports. Yeah. Yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn. I found it. That's how I yeah. found it the first time. Okay. Just clicking around. I was like, Eddie Murphy. I remember seeing that. Vampire in Okay. Yeah. yeah. Love to this I almost want to say, say I saw that in the theater. Well, I know. I know. I saw. I know. I saw Dracula Dead and Loving it in the theater. You certainly could have in '95. I may have seen that one too. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. I know <clears> that it was. I think I was home alone. Like just clicking, like mm-hmm. bored. What's on? Yeah. Bored. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's vampire. a vampire. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's okay. I mean, what could go wrong? Give it a try. <laughs> Nothing, not a what, thing. What, no, could, no. what could go wrong is you could have David Bowie as a vampire. 
True. in The Hunger, ah. which I started to try to watch the other day. Started to try to watch. Started to try to. Yeah. This is me as an English teacher yeah. putting together a very strong sentence to describe <laughs> the experience of trying to watch The Hunger. I tried to start it. I started to try to. Yeah, started to try and, to. Uh, I launched an exploratory committee to right. research exactly. the possibility of yeah. maybe thinking about watching this movie. I am not a committee. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, but you're yeah, committable. But I, absolutely. I think everybody should be committed at least once. Um yeah, that's yeah. I, I made it maybe fifteen minutes oh, into that one. Oh, that's bad. And then I was like, "Hmm, I'm not in the right frame of mind for this." <laughs> like, I, I've heard of this movie before, and the idea of the movie is intriguing, and the fact that it's David Bowie, I'm like, I, I "Well, yeah, you're I, the biggest David Bowie fan." Oh I yeah, know, yeah. So. I haven't seen this one, and I've seen, I've seen almost all of his other movies, but I haven't seen this one. And I'm like, I, I got to give this one a try. But I was not in the right frame of mind I'm, watching it at that point, so I'm like, I'm just gonna stop. I'm going to yeah. stop. I'll come back to this later. For yeah. you as a David Bowie fan to not have seen the movie by now, mm-hmm. I'm going with there might be a reason. I there might be a reason. I'm just saying. David Bowie and Susan Sarandon as vampires? That's a good reason. Okay. <laughs> we'll find out. I will watch it and I'll let everybody know how Speaking it was. Speaking of horrible movies, mm-hmm. have you guys seen Ultraviolet? No. No. Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay. So, so like the Pearl Harbor of vampire movies. I I don't even you know what it was so I was like so completely. Is it also Kate Beckinsale? Uh, or was she the uh, no? She's the underworld. No, she's underworld. Movies. She's okay. Underworld. Uh, Ultraviolet. Like I don't even know. I can't even describe. Okay. And what like Tam and I went. I there was this. I don't know if we walked out or we lasted all the way through it. Okay. And by the end, then somehow, spoilers. Yeah. But then suddenly it's like vampires, and it was like. What? What is going like? I don't even. So that's why I was just curious if you guys had seen the movie. Maybe okay. you could explain it to me. <laughs> Otherwise, no, now I'm intrigued, no, but not no. really. <laughs> Only if you got the, uh, an hour this... and a half of your life, you don't want to. Bad enough. No. Um, this doesn't make my list, but is I Am Legend? Is that vampires? Because they can't come out in the daylight. Is that vampires or is that zombies? Uh, Yeah, that might be zombies. I think it's zombies. But I will confirm while you mention your list, but I'm pretty sure that's zombies. So my list... Or some sort of undead something. I'm not even sure they necessarily said zombies. I don't think they say, yeah. Um, It's like some weird cross between zombies and vampires. Yeah, see, they don't even use zombies in the title, in the description of the movie. Okay. Plague kills most of humanity, transforms the rest into monsters. They don't even... Okay, yeah. Um... Okay, so my my top two or three vampire movies, and I kind of had a hard time with this because I have a hard time narrowing it down to two or three. Um, I will put Bram Stoker's Dracula probably at the top just because that is the one that I will, if you hand that movie, and I don't even think I own that movie, which is sad. Probably did, but it was on VHS tape, and now you can't play it anymore. That's true. I did own it on VHS tape. (laughs) Um, So there's that one, and... um, so that I'm going to put that one as top for me because and I'm, and not that the I mean some of the acting is horrible and some of the the sets are are very fake and you can kind of tell that they're very fake but I think that was done for a purpose I think that was done you know stylistically that was a choice that they weren't going to make this look absolutely hyper realistic um, uh, Keanu Reeves is horrible. Like the acting is absolutely I horrible. No kung fu. I think he says that in the movie. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mina, he's, I know kung fu. He's terrible. Um, the only thing, the redeeming Keanu Reeves movie will always be Matrix, and that's because he yeah. got to play himself. Right. <laughs> Which was fine. Films <laughs> that's excellent adventure. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. And speed. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much bad. Oh yeah. Um. 
so that one go, that one goes on top for me. Just I think just because of the portrayal of Dracula. I mean, the Gary oh, Old, yeah. Gary Oldman's Dracula so is good. the only on, the only other Dracula that is even like surpasses him is Bela Lugosi. Well, yeah. Other than Bela Lugosi, Gary Oldman best Dracula ever. Um, I'll even put him above Christopher Lee and some of those other movies that they did. Oh um, yeah, but Christopher you know, Lee's Lawrence Fishburne was Dracula in one of them, and I think he oh, was. Dear Lord, was he like son of Dracula or something? I don't know. Uh, Blackula. No, he yeah. wasn't Blackula. Wow. <laughs> um, there's a whole other genre there. There's a whole other genre for that one. Yeah. Um, so I got to put Bram Stoker's Dracula as my number one. Uh, I'll put 1931 Dracula as my number mm-hmm. two. Um, and if I can shoehorn in. Um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I will, ah, just, I will couple oh, that one with Dracula 1931 go. since it's there the universal go. monsters. And I think I'll put Blade as number three. There you go. Because I I had a hard time picking between From Dusk Till Dawn mm. and Blade. Also, but I think. Oh, yeah. And I think. Blade is so badass. It is. When he and, gets going. And, Blade, and, and, and from Dust Till Dawn, just, I could watch. But I think Blade, I can watch Blade over and over mm-hmm. and over. There was a time when, um, I remember the first semester when I came back for the summer from college. I had the house that we were living in. My room was down in the basement. It had no windows. It was when I went down there and went to sleep at night, I, I could have woken up at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I had no clue what time it was. It was my little cave. And it was really nice and I had a TV and I had my own, that's still when they were fairly brand new, had my own DVD player. And the only DVDs I had at the time were, I think, Life of Brian, um, <laughs> the first Blade movie, and um, uh, what was the, the, the one where Brad Pitt's the Irishman, Snatch. So those were the three DVDs that I owned. Mm-hmm. Those are the first three DVDs that I think I ever owned. And I would put that Blade movie on and I, I would watch it. And I wouldn't have fallen asleep yet. And I was like, no, I'm just going to hit start again on this one. And I would watch it again. And then when it was done, I was like, you know, I'm still not asleep. Let's put this on again. Chris Christopherson is awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so good. Still my favorite line. And we like my brother and sister and I would say that to each other all the time. The funniest line in that movie to us was the, I'm going to be a vampire god. Mm. I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. Like, I love this movie. Like, I will watch this over and over and over again. So I think that's got to be, that beats out From Dust Till Dawn, even though I love mm-hmm. From Dust Till Dawn. I still, I think I used to have the soundtrack from Dust Till Dawn, and I would, I think the soundtrack starts off with, uh, is it uh, Cheech's whole speech about yeah. uh, advertising yeah, uh, what yeah. they what they have at the uh, establishment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember putting that soundtrack on for the first time and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, um, uh, thank you, yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> well, it, it's so hard to take Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> if you can and, find it better anywhere else. Well, that's the thing. Like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino made a vampire movie, and mm-hmm. he's your fourth one. Mm-hmm. That just sort of talks about the strength of these other movies, mm-hmm. because Tarantino's. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. So I, I think in looking at this list. That I've made here. Lost Boys is not in my top three, but I think it would sit... It might be in my top five. I think okay. I told you earlier it's not in my top five, but now looking at the list... And I know that well, I'm, I know I'm it, forgetting some others. Well, what I know. it kind of comes down to in there is, do we give ourselves a pass and Blade is one entry? Sure. Because if Blade well, is more than one entry, then your top five gets a little weird. Because Blade 2, for a sequel, is darn good. 
And yeah, you reference that scene at the Yeah. Oh, when, when he's just getting he's just getting mm-hmm. like the snot beat yeah. out of him mm-hmm. and there's like just like blood and he just mm-hmm. and then he falls into the blood somehow, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. and it was just like, why did they let him fall into the blood? I don't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just rises up. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like 10, 15 minutes of just a can of blood. It's just getting opened <laughs> up on everything on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like ever just oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely plays into the whole, you know. In Bram Stoker's Dracula, you get the more mystical vampire, mm-hmm. spooky, turn it into a bat kind right. of stuff. And then in Blade, you get just the, I am stronger than anything, and you better get out of my way. Guy drives <laughs> like a 69 black yeah. charger to go. Right. Oh, I was going to say, I, mean, it's just, I have, a, I have an car. amazing car, and I have a sword. Right. In the sequel, he's riding motorcycles. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. The, the two bad guys get motorcycles, mm-hmm. and he picks yep. them up. I do like the car. Oh yeah, that car is great. Mm-hmm. That's what I want my next car to be. I w- actually, I want the black Challenger. Okay, mm. like a like an old one or one of the new ones. I'd like an old one, but I'm not enough of a car guy to maintain an old yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll stick with a new one. Well, I see the new and Challengers look like the Challengers. The new do. Chargers. And have you heard the new Challenger, the 2017s? The Demon. They finally make oh. them in an all-wheel drive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, practical. Not, all of a sudden, practical. All of a sudden, it's not a car you can only drive two months a year in Chicago. <laughs> That's it. Now, if you can get the eight hundred horsepower V eight with the all wheel drive, that well, just now see that's, that's an idea. That's just inviting us. Not sure ticket. that's possible, but that <laughs> yeah. sounds awesome. I don't want to have to pay for the speeding tickets I would get if I had a car like that. Yeah. Oh God, mm. they purr just mm. the sound they make. Yeah, they're well, awesome. Well, you guys have the car. I I just want Blades of armor. Okay. I just want to wear that all day. Yeah. Like that's my I think that, it'd be heavy, man. I, I think I think I could fill it out well. Do you? No. <laughs> uh, hey, here's one. Mm-hmm. Vampire Hunter D anime. It's based off oh. of the thing. I have not seen it. I've heard of it. I have I, not it's seen one it. of the first animes I've seen. Okay. And uh it's pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. story. So just thought I wondered if you guys have seen it. Interesting. No, that's not one I've heard of. Interesting. All right. Well, I have to get going because I gotta go see Wonder Woman. Dang. Man. And I'm gonna go see the movie too. Um, there we go. I'm, get, I'm glad school is ending because I don't wanna be around people that have seen it and me go, oh, mm-hmm. I just gotta wait. I, I just gotta wait, you know. You know, because I'm gonna come in tomorrow and just be like, dude! Would you remember when Force Awakens comes out and you're like, mm-hmm. I, you will know by the look on my face? Mm-hmm. And you came into my class and you were just like, the double mm-hmm. thumbs up. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was cool. I think that's gonna happen tomorrow. All right. Well, um, so we will, I'm sure we will try to do a Wonder Woman episode at some point very soon. But yeah. next week, so Wonder Woman is coming sometime. Uh, not like that mystical Guardians of the Galaxy episode we said we'd do and we never did. Um, oh, yeah, we never did pull yeah, that one off, did we? That's too bad. I have still yet to see it. You haven't seen it yet? Okay. It's um, good. Yeah. It is good. It is you good. know what? That's one. We could try something fun. Because when do you think that'll be out on DVD? Mm, you're probably looking at late summer. I'm wondering August, if, if it maybe? comes out before school, maybe we try to set up like a a do viewing somewhere. Guardians of the Galaxy commentary. Go somewhere, do a sit down and watch it, and then mm-hmm. talk about it right after. Okay, or we could do a commentary. We'll just Ooh. talk about it while we're watching it. Ooh, that's dangerous. Yeah, it could else? be. It could be. It's going to turn into our own mystery science theater, which uh-huh. leans more on the mystery. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> what the? Yeah, this guy's talking about. Um, so at some point, we will do a Wonder Woman episode. Um, once everybody has had a chance to see it, we'll do that. But then coming up next week will be Evil Dead 2. 
Ah, I a love this. I in love this so movie. I can watch this movie again and again and again. I was watching it the other night, and I was just like, "I love this movie." So I that, love this never movie. Mind. That's a question for the podcast. Okay, I'll wait. I saw this movie for the, for the first time in the theater when I was in college really? because they was they like a rewind film festival. Oh, and it was the see. same. It was like it was one week after the other. I saw uh, Taxi Driver, I saw Evil Dead Two, and I saw was it Raging Bull. Oh wow! Like those were three. I don't remember the other movies that they did. Maybe two thousand one might have been one of the other ones. Mm. But like three or four weeks in a row, they were doing, and the tickets were like three bucks a piece. And nice. I was like, well, I haven't seen Taxi Driver. I'll go see that. I got nothing better to do. And then Evil Dead Two, and I was like, you know what? I've never seen Evil Dead 2. I've seen Army of Darkness. That's awesome. Let's go see Evil Dead 2. And I remember being in the theater with all these other people and just, we're just dying. Well, because, just, yeah. It's, I can't even describe it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. There are movies that seeing in a theater doesn't change the experience. Mm-hmm. And then there are movies that seeing with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and on a large screen with a, at least better than home sound system. Mm-hmm. It makes the experience, and that's that's on the list. Yeah, because it, it, not so much the sounds. Well, maybe the sound system, but not so much seeing those images any bigger. I don't know that they really help. But being with people, being mm-hmm. with other people to see Evil Dead, it's yeah. like um, think of the scene from the Muppets when they're at the three D movie. Okay, that is sort of like the. Chef, that's not how 3D works. Yeah, that's sort of like seeing it with other people. It's just an experience, you know? Cool. It's not quite the the Rocky Horror Picture Show where people are dressed up and stuff. But, mm-hmm. but seeing that movie with people is definitely a, an experience. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because everyone has a different reaction to being scared, and it's mm-hmm. just fun. Yeah. Swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. <laughs> Join oh, man. us. Oh, I can't wait. Join us. Oh, man. And then you have to watch Army of Darkness. I have to go find yes. my, I have to find my copy of Army of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to give anything away, but just the one scene when he's in the when he's in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the, yeah, okay, I'll give this part away. But um, So he's in, the, he's in this graveyard. He's had to go, he needs to go find the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And he has something he has to recite before he takes the book. Otherwise, it's cursed and the whole thing is, is goes wrong. So he goes on this journey and he gets all the way out to this graveyard and it's a big platform and he gets there and there's three Necronomicons. And he's like, he's talking, kind of talking to himself. He's like, nobody told me there were going to be three. All right. And so then he tries to choose and like the first couple he chooses are wrong and stuff happens. And and then he goes to pick up the the, the one that he knows is the real one. And he's like, oh, oof. I got to say the words. I almost didn't say the words. And the words were Klaatu, Barada, Nikto mm-hmm. from the day the girl stood still. Okay. And uh, and so he goes, he goes, all right, um, okay, oh, whew, almost didn't say the words. Klaatu, Arata, necktie, nectarine, <laughs> nect, hmm. And he's like looking around and he goes, okay, Klaatu, Arata, Okay, I said it. I said the words. And then he picks it up, and then all hell breaks loose. And he's like, but I said the words, guys. Oh, that's funny. That's funny stuff, man. I'll be drinking. So that's still, anytime somebody needs me to, like, tell them a password or something, like, what's the password for this? I will do that every single time. Like, the password is Klaatu, Barada. (laughs) 
I, uh, I'll be intrigued to know, Dennis and Jeff, too, how many people, for whatever reason, especially of our age group, the entryway into this system, this series, was Army of Darkness. Because it was mine, too. It was for me, yeah. I saw Army of Darkness before I saw mm-hmm. the rest of them. Because I saw Army of Darkness at a sleepover party. There you go. In, in middle school. I think that is how most of us were introduced uh-huh. to Army of Darkness. That one bad kid yep. whose parents let him watch stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The rest of us were not normally allowed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, no. That was not normal watching in my house. Mm-hmm. I love Army of Darkness. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories. To the that... point where I think I like Army of Darkness the best. And for it to be the third yeah. movie, technically, you don't often see that, but that's the one I saw first. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, yeah. And then I you found know. you found me beautiful once, <laughs> honey. honey. You got real you ugly. Got real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what I'm laughing at. I'm laughing. You haven't even seen oh, it. Yet. I know if I you don't. like Army of Darkness, then you got to look up. I'm sure there's a place you can watch them. The Ash versus yes. Evil Dead. I, no, see, I still have not watched those yet, oh. so I, I need to go find those and watch them. So fun. Is it on, is it on Stars? Or it's it? Stars. Okay, i got to find them somehow. So you got, there's got to be a way. Okay. There's got to be a way. I'll find them. So good. I mean, they mm-hmm. just... And it's and it's great because it's little half-hour chunks, so you're mm-hmm. not committing to much. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll know when you end up watching Evil Dead, too, because I'm sure I'll get a text message. Okay. That's but I will good. go find my copy of Army of Darkness, so as soon as you've watched nice. Evil Dead 2, you nice. can have that one to nice. complete the complete the process. All right. Well, in the meantime, so I'm off to see, go, we'll go see Wonder Woman. Um, so in the meantime, like I said, uh, Wonder Woman will probably be one of our next shows sometime in the next week or so, and Evil Dead 2 will be next week. Then following that up with Monster Squad, because Wolfman's got nards. Damn. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, The Running Man, nice. which I have not seen that one in a while, but I'm oh, really God, looking yeah. forward to doing that one again. Um, all right. In the meantime, ways that you can get a hold of us. Uh, all of these are 30podcasts. So if you do 30podcast at gmail.com, uh, 30podcast.com, uh, at 30podcast on Twitter, facebook.com slash 30podcast, and we are on Stitcher, Satchel, Google Play, iTunes, and you can just listen to us directly on 30podcast.com. Uh, feel free to go over to Google Play and iTunes to subscribe to the show so you're getting it each and every week that these come out. Uh, we also have the, as Pat has affectionately called it, the love line that you can call in if you'd like to. Uh, and leave us some feedback. It's 87235-MOVIE, 872-356-6843. Um, and until next time, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies. All right, we'll see everybody next time. One thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach. All the damn vampires. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are under when you're down, when you're strange.